Hey, everybody. Welcome back to It's Only Embarrassing If You're Embarrassed podcast, a podcast focused on normalizing everyday challenges such as mental health, addiction, grief, divorce, loss, and many more. I hope this episode inspires you to be your best self and to live your dream life one day at a time. Hello, hello. Welcome back to It's Only Embarrassing If You're Embarrassed podcast. My name's Madison, and thanks for tuning into Mental Health Monday. This Mental Health Monday episode, we are actually talking about how faith can save you from anxiety and depression. And I've been really quick to share about how I've used a lot of different resources with mental health, but I haven't really talked exclusively about how much faith has helped me overcome things in my mental health journey, and we're just going to get into it. So whenever I first restarted my faith journey, if you're new here, I grew up in church and then really kind of rebelled against God for really all of my 20s and then, you know, kind of found faith again. And... Whenever I found faith again, I thought that God was like a genie in a bottle. I just wanted to be like, hey, God, I believe in you again. Also, can you cure my anxiety and depression overnight? And if it's, you know, is just gone when I wake up tomorrow, that would be great. And then I expected it to happen like that. And then when I didn't, I was like, oh, God, guess you're not real. And what I learned in just the you know, past couple years since when that story kind of first evolved is that I wanted God to cure, you know, my mental illness overnight, but he was instead going to give me the tools and resources I needed to be able to deal with and manage my mental health, to be able to improve it, and then also be able to share those tools and resources with others. And what I mean by that is I wanted to wake up one day and just not have mental illness, but instead God gave me great resources such as a great therapist to help me learn how to manage my anxiety, how it works, what the you know chemicals that are missing in your brain are whenever you have anxiety. You know, God gave me a good psychiatrist who got me on some good mental health meds to give my brain the serotonin or dopamine it was missing. God gave me the ability to stop drinking, to get into AA, to find that support group, to start meditating, like all these things. Like there's a piece that I had to do the work and like God will give you the resources if you turn your life over to him and you ask him to really just help you and guide you in your journey. But there's a piece that you'll have to do. And believing in God is not just praying a magic prayer and then waking up the next day and your life's change. It is probably going to mean that you're going to have to put in the work to change your life, but God's going to give you the grace and the tools and the resources and the people and the support to be able to do that. So I was really thinking about how important it is to prep our minds with faith before we go out into the day in order to combat, you know, anxious or depressive thoughts that come up during the day. And I was thinking about this actually this past weekend, me and my boyfriend, we got season passes to Beach Mountain. He has been snowboarding forever and I've been trying to learn how to ski the past couple years. And so this year we got season passes. I'm going to get intermediate lessons. Like we're committing. So on, so we go up this weekend and Saturday morning, it's raining a little bit, but based on the snow forecast, we think it's going to turn like rain to snow. That does not end up being the case. So on my third 
trip up the ski lift to do my third run. The ski lift goes down and it is pouring down rain. It's like 30 degrees out. The wind is blowing and I do not have on enough layers for this. Like I simply was not dressed for the weather. I was wearing, normally I wear leggings underneath my snow pants, but I hadn't. And then normally I wear like a really long shirt that I can like tuck in to my leggings or my snow pants to make sure nothing gets in. And uh, I just, I hadn't done a lot of the things that I normally did. I also didn't wear my goggles my first run. And since it was pouring down rain, that meant now since I didn't wear my first run, my goggles, I couldn't wear the rest of the time because they're soaking wet. They, and so like if I put them on my face, it's like putting soaking rain on my face. And I also wore a gaiter, like a neck cover that I learned was water resistant, not waterproof. And since I didn't have my goggles to keep my gaiter up, the rain while I'm sitting there on the ski lift is like getting down the back of my pants. It's getting in my gaiter, going down my neck. It's like getting in um, like the sides of my helmet because I didn't have my goggles to kind of secure that. And I am literally just sitting there like so cold and miserable. And at this point I'm on the lift by myself. Uh, my boyfriend's a lot faster than me. So we had like done our first run together and then he was just kind of zooming and I was just kind of like taking my time. And so he actually is stuck on the ski lift, like a few lifts in front of me. And, but I'm riding the ski lift by myself. So I'm just sitting there in the pouring rain for like 30 minutes. And I'm like, man, you want to know what I should have done to prepare? for this day. First of all, maybe given the weather channel a little bit more, you know, just acceptance that they probably know what they're talking about. If they say it's going to rain all morning, maybe it's not going to turn to snow. And two, I should have layered better. I should have put my goggles on first run. So that way I didn't have this whole thing. I should have worn my gaiter that I know that I've worn before because this was like a new gaiter that I'd gotten. So I hadn't actually worn it in the snow or in the rain. So I should have worn an extra jacket. I should have worn my extra layers. I should have tucked my shirt in better because at this point, like snow and rain is like dripping in my butt crack. Like my butt cheeks are freezing. It's like a whole thing. Right. And so I'm thinking about uh, as I'm sitting on the lift the next day and the next day I'm on the lift and the lift goes down for like just a second, which is like pretty common. Like somebody will like fall getting off the lift. They have to like pause it. So you, the next people don't like run over that person. And as the lift pauses, it gets like really windy, but I wasn't bothered by it because the next day I was dressed for it. The next day I had my goggles, um, like with my gator, like kind of stuffed in there. So like my entire face was covered. My ears were covered. I had on a helmet. I had on an extra jacket that was long that covered my butt. So nothing could like seep in, you know, and get in any of my layers. I had on an extra pair of leggings under my pants. And like overall, I was just prepared for the weather. And so I was sitting there thinking like, man, life is so much easier if you just prepare for the things that are coming and you just like get ready for like the reality of whatever that day might be. And then you just like accept it instead of like being miserable in it. And then I started to kind of compare that to how much our minds work like that. Like so often we get stuck in traffic for 20 minutes and we're so angry because we didn't take time to meditate or to read our Bibles or to pray or to go to church that week or to go to AA or to do, you know, whatever it is those things are. And then, you know, we're stuck in traffic for that 20 minutes. We're not equipped. We're not dressed. We're not ready for that, you know, time. And so then we get miserable, things explode. And so I was really just sitting on the ski lift like, man, our like we have to take care of our mind the same way we take care of our body, literally getting ready to go skiing. Like 
And for me, that looks like whenever I wake up, I know if I don't work on my anxiety first thing in the morning, my anxiety will just take the day away. So I was kind of comparing this, like getting dressed with the ski outfit to how we prep our minds for the day is like the same as how we prep our outfits. So for me, this looks like whenever I wake up in the morning, I always try to read my Bible and do my devotional before I check my phone because there is, I'm sure you guys know this, a ton of research around just the negative effects of being on your phone right when you wake up and right when you go to bed. And I'm like the next girl. I want to check my freaking Instagram when I wake up in the morning, but instead I've learned, nope, if I don't want to be anxious, I need to read my Bible, do my devotional, make myself breakfast, have a cup of coffee, take my anxiety medication maybe meditate, maybe listen to some Joyce Meyer or some affirmations while I'm getting ready. And then once I've done those things, I've prepared my mind for the day, then I can, you know, go on to, to, to do the things that I need to do throughout the day. And I definitely learned this the hard way because I used to not do any of these things. I used to literally just wake up late and then just rush through the entire day from one thing to the next. And it wasn't until I started building a slow morning routine where I focused on like, how do I give God this day? How do I prepare my mindset and my faith for this day? How do I make sure that I've prayed over this day? You know, all these different things. Once I started doing that, my life just changed so much. My mindset changed so much. I stopped rushing. I started just kind of going with the flow a lot more. And I started giving into God's timing instead of mine. And it took a super long time, but I'm sure you guys have heard me talk about how I listen to Joyce Meyer's podcast. I try to listen pretty much every day. She shares about just God, her journey in a way that's like talks about practical life experience, things like that. I also have been having a goal this year of reading five pages in the Bible every day. And if I'm able to do that, I'll actually read the whole Bible this year, which would be super cool because I've never read the Bible all the way through, certainly not in a year. And I also have learned that reading your Bible every day statistically leads to decreased anxiety and loneliness. And so if you're like, I don't know if I want to give the Bible a try, like literally they have proof now that reading the Bible helps your mental health. Another thing I love to do is I love to put on affirmations while I'm doing my makeup and I'll actually link some in the show notes in case you guys want to give it a try. But I listened to this cutie pie girl named Lavendaire and she literally just says the most amazing affirmations and it really just helps to rewire your mind where instead of if something negative happens, you're like, oh my gosh, this sucks. Things, things bad always happen to me. Instead, your mind eventually gets retrained to be like, I am strong. I can do hard things. I am brave. I am resilient. Like your mind will literally change from this negative self-talk that you've had to rewire and to have these positive affirmations of just courage and strength whenever things go wrong. I also, just a few things that I personally do, I love to meditate. I also love to meditate in the mornings because by the time I get done with my morning routine, if I still have any anxieties left whenever I'm meditating, I'll just give these to God. And I've talked about it before, but I literally just visualize myself like boxing up this worry or care or fear that I have and literally giving it to God and just being like, hey God, I have either done my part or I don't have a part and you have to fix this. And then I'll literally just envision myself just giving that to him. And does it work the first time? Not always. Sometimes I have to stop and do this 45 times during the day for the same thing. But guess what? The more you do it, the like in the short term, the less you'll have to do it in the long run and the less that will, that thing will occupy your mind in the long run. 
As you guys know, I also am in AA, so I had a drinking problem, loved to try drugs in my 20s, and I ended up in AA a little over a year ago, probably, and getting into AA and just learning that there are so many people like me out there and just learning things about recovery and going through the 12 steps has honestly been life-changing for me. So if that you're kind of in that boat where you're like, ooh, maybe I have a drinking problem, I want to quit, I need help, how do I do that? AA is a great place to start. And if you're a normie and you don't have a drinking problem, then just go enjoy your glass of wine without a side of ruining your life. And I'm sure it'll be great. Other things that I do is therapy and take medication for anxiety. And I used to always look down on people who needed medication to regulate their mental health because I always thought that that meant they weren't strong enough to deal with life. And instead, I've learned that sometimes it's not about being strong. It's about your mind literally doesn't have the right chemicals to keep going in a way that's positive and that's not self-destructive. And so sometimes you have to get a little help from a little pill to give you that serotonin or that dopamine. I mean, you need, and you can do that in a way that is like through non-addictive medications. I personally take SSRIs, which is literally just like flooding my brain with serotonin in the morning because it doesn't have enough and really just having a good therapist, a good support group, taking medication for my anxiety. And then really this morning routine of faith to just get dressed in, you know, faith and spirituality for the day has been hugely helpful and influential in just changing my life drastically for the better. So if you want to do one thing, just pick whatever your one small thing is going to be for this week. Is it going to be you're going to start listening to a faith or a self-improvement podcast? Is it going to be you're going to start reading your Bible? Highly recommend. Is it going to be you're start going to start doing affirmations or meditation or join AA or reach out to that therapist or reach out to that psychiatrist? Don't try to do them all. Just pick one small thing that you can do this week to get your life on the right track or on the track of where you want to go. And then you really just kind to start building on to, you know, you have one thing, then maybe a month later you add on another thing. And eventually you just have this entire life of great habits. And that's really what I've built for myself over probably the past like two, three years. It's taken a really long time, but now that I'm here, it feels really, really good. So I hope you guys enjoyed this mental health Monday episode. Please share with a friend if you know somebody else struggling with anxiety and as always happy healing babes. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of It's Only Embarrassing If You're Embarrassed podcast. I'm your host, Madison. If you want to get tuned into more episodes, you can click the follow button in the top right-hand side of your phone screen. This will actually notify you when new episodes are published. If you loved this episode, please leave a five-star rating and review. It really helps with the show. And last but not least, if you thought of someone during this episode that you were like, hmm, I really need my mom, my bestie, my sister to hear this episode, please share with a friend. And as always, happy healing, babes.